Hey, honeys, I have something exclusive to tell you. You can hear episodes of my show and 30 others, Harmontown, Drinky Fun Time, Dumpable Town, before anyone else on TuneIn First Play. Lucky you. You can listen right now on the TuneIn app. Play Nashville a week early. You're like living in a time machine, baby. So why don't you check it out? All you have to do is download the TuneIn app and listen for free. This is like being a podcast VIP. Don't forget, they also have live sports, news, music, audiobooks. It's enabled in Apple CarPlay, so I think you should check it out. All you have to do is go to tunein.com slash NatchBute. Tune in, baby. Feral Audio. Backseat, everybody. This is the only talk show that takes place in the backseat of an American car. <laughs> Welcome to the backseat. Hey, go ahead. Why don't you sit on down? <laughs> If you want to keep listening, you should just keep plugging your plugging your old stereo speakers, hook them up, and let them go down real low as much as you want. And you can just put it outside. You can put on some headphones and go jogging if you really want to do that. It's always a welcome thing. It's going to get pitch. The pitch is going to... My pitch shifter's all fucked up for some <laughs> I just said a bunch of swear words underneath that sound. Hey, welcome to Close Mic Talk. This is uh, David Jeremy, and you're listening to Twisting the Wind, a.k.a. Hands on the Branch, the executive buffet meant for you and me all here together. Okay, okay enough of that fucking shack. Enough of that goddamn shack. Enough of that puff adder. Oh, uh, we want to want to we want to say sorry about what we heard about a guy got bit by a puff adder. What a friend of ours. Uh, want to send a con- condolences out to our friend uh, Dovin who got bit by a puff adder. He was in the high desert. 
Not far from Palmdale, and he got uh, bitten by a puff adder he was playing with, trying to get to mate. So uh, condolences out to that. I gotta say, I'm I'm I'm, I'm aping something right now. I listened to a, a a podcast about herping, which is about uh, about snakes. People like snakes a lot. People like snakes. You know, there was always just people talk so much about though this is oh it's so dorky. This is so nerdy. This is a nerdy thing. Magic the Gathering's nerdy. And also you have this whole industry now, which shall be unnamed, which is which is sort of a nerd based thing. Uh it's in its name. And uh there's like this is this is all this nerd stuff, you know, all this goddamn nerd stuff. And you know what? None of it's nerdy. None of it's fucking nerdy. I'll tell you what's nerdy. Is but nerd, nerdy in a good way is being really into snakes. <laughs> Has a podcast ever caught a sneeze? Has it ever happened? Has a podcast ever did ever do it? Has a potty ever do to do to sneezer? Well, uh, fuck, it's gone now. Yeah, it's about to get it's about to get to be ninety seven outside. And there's people who scoff at me and be like, "Oh, oh, oh, that's not hot." What? And it's hot. It's fucking hot. It's the kind of heat where I think that it should be treated as though it were snow. It's like we should all be. Here's how we're in the winter time. Back where I come from, Minnesota, when it gets hot as when it gets cold as cold as death, cold as all cracking death, you can wear whatever you want. Nothing. There's no. There's no silliness. There's no like. Oh, he's look at those silly boots, or oh, look at that weird put large jacket, or you're gonna put that on your face. No, because it's so fucking hot. You know, I want to say it's so fagging hot. I do that. So I say that all the fucking time. I'm not going to lie. I just censor myself, my own goddamn free speech podcast. I say it all the time. It's so fagging hot. And you know what that has to do with? Nothing. It just sounds that way. It just sounds funny. Could you imagine if that if someone got offended by that? <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. Did you just say fagging hot instead of fucking that's a great thing. Try it out. Say the word fag instead of fuck and see what happens. <laughs> because it's this weird thing where, because um, there's obviously tons of people who hate gay people all over the place and use that word in that sense. So like calling someone a faggot because they're, because they like dicks. But I just like it because it's a great word. And if you replace it with, if you replace fuck with fag, I mean, that's a fun place to be. People do not know what to think. It's the same, I think I talked about this a few weeks ago. Maybe I talked about cum guzzling. <laughs> or I talked about using that word instead of cunt. Try using fag instead of fuck. So let's try in a sentence here. Um, what the fag is going on? <laughs> what the fag is going on here? Are you fagging with me? Hold on a second. Are you fagging with me? Some kind of a fagging joke. Not faggot. I didn't say faggot. I said fagging. Either way, either way, um, the alarms just went off at uh, headquarters as far as like, whoa, ooh, uh, sir, let's, let's tone down the rhetoric. Uh, but it's, sir, it's not rhetoric. I'm just using the words and just doing a joke with the words. Well, well, you know what? There's a lot of people who don't know that, son. A lot of people just don't get that this this your pod, that, that it's a joke podcast. That's um, because sometimes you talk about serious stuff on there. So you you know, 
This is how it is. If you're gonna mix serious and joke, you gotta you gotta put a flag up, or you just gotta you know. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm just gonna say you shouldn't do it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say don't mix serious and joke because here's here's what happens. You, you get you get people not knowing what the difference is, and then when they don't know the difference, then they get confused, and then they're liable to shoot. And you you want to get shot? That's your business, but. That's my business to keep you from getting shot, okay? So I'm as the sheriff of this uh, of sound waves, I'm gonna tell you to to, to extricate, okay? Extricate that uh, that seriousness from your joke, or make it all joke all the time, okay? And probably and probably if you're gonna say fag, just say just straight up straight up say faggot, and when you say it, mean it about a person who you don't like, who's a who's a gay a penis lover, okay? Don't do any of this. Don't 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 do any of this. Turning the word on its head, okay? We don't need to do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got the sniffles. Uh, yep. I'm, 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 I'm the sheriff with the sniffles. Um, nope. No. Don't, don't use cocaine. Have a, confiscated plenty of it, but don't use cocaine. I'm just a sheriff with the sniffles. Yep. Uh, sheriff Jack. <laughs> okay. So let me tell you about this. Um... This is a great episode of the podcast. It's going to be a real easy mover. It's going to be a real heat language, shifty, shifty, sham, <laughs> shifty sham, uh, shifty shump, um, uh, Crandlebots, uh, Castle Rock, Castle Rock. That's a thing from Game of Thrones. I just like those words. Those are just some of my favorite words I'm throwing out there. <laughs> So tired of that sound. Jesus crick. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to Twisting the Wind. Uh, a couple of things. If you haven't, please subscribe to the podcast. It's gonna, that's what you do. It's good for you. It keeps it keeps it what it does is it keeps it uh, keeps it moving in. Um, it's like it's like food. That was a good analogy, huh? Well, it's like food. Also, uh, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. You go there and you do that. You fill it out. I guess you could rate and review. You can... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's, uh, I just ran my bike. <laughs> what if that was an excuse for anything? What happened? Oh, what's, what's wrong with you? Oh, you just rode your bike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's really difficult and hard. And no one ever does anything after that for hours. But, uh, yeah, rate and review it, please, on iTunes. If not on iTunes, someplace else. I don't know where else you can do it. Maybe you could start your own website called The Best Thoughts on Twisting the Wind called handsonthebranch.com slash executive buffet. Check it out. So do that, rate and review. And uh, the email for the podcast is twistingthewind at gmail.com. That's twistingthewind at gmail.com Go ahead. Send me a poser, a query. Um, ask for some advice. Uh, anything really welcome. Uh, definitely guest suggestions are always great. I'm trying to get a hold of this goddamn, not goddamn, but I'm saying goddamn because I'm trying to get a hold of this snake expert. I really want to talk to this snake expert. I really do. Because I want everyone to to hear about this guy. You know? Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't you want to hear that? So here's the deal. If you're going to send me a guest suggestion, what you got to do is one reason it's got to be somebody really great. Two, you got to have some contact info in there, okay? You can't just say like, oh, this guy, he's interesting. Okay.
That's all. That's it. That, that's it. And that's all, baby. Just a uh, couple things I wanted to say here, real quick. Is that okay? You'll get it. That's just a. That's just an effect. It's not anything dangerous. Those aren't. Those aren't snakes. Promise. Promise. I gotta do that, man. I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I, di- I didn't say you did. You hear me? I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I honestly said you didn't. I didn't say anything. I was over by the car. I ain't got nothing to do with that man. Michael, I didn't say you did. I was over by the car. Boy. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Boy, listen to me yeah, now. I, I ain't got nothing to do with that there, man. Understand me now? Do you understand me this yeah, now? Yeah, I do understand. I you. ain't got nothing to do with that man there. Yeah, understand me now? I, compl- I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I completely you understand. Understand me now? I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I completely. I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I, 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 I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I, 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 I ain't got nothing to do. I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I understand. I was I just. I ain't got nothing. To... <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with that man. I know you don't. I was getting the car washed. I told you. Did you get replaced by some type of a robotic Rastafarian or something? This is really weird. Jeremy, Jeremy, what the fat? What the fat is going? On? What the fruit? Did you go to the? <laughs> Did you go to the farmer's market without me? Just tell me. I won't be pissed. I won't be... Check. I, I won't be pissed. Seriously, if you... Check. Did, did you... Okay, don't keep saying that. Check. I... No. Check. St- Check. Okay, it's just me now. <sighs> So here's the deal. Uh, right now, I'm coming to you, basically, I'm coming to you right now on a headphone, okay? I think it actually kind of sounds okay. It sounds decent. It sounds okay. Here's the deal. I don't have my mics. My mics aren't here. And according to Charisma, a.k.a. Charisma, when we didn't have a mic, we wrapped on headphones. If you don't know what that means, back in the day... If you didn't have a fucking mic, because mics are expensive, microphones are fucking expensive, but headphones are slightly less expensive. A headphone, the thing that, this is this is the beautiful irony, is the thing that sends the thing out also has the sensitivity to receive it. That's, I mean, it's fucking truth. It's a weird, weird sort of, a weird, bizarre thing that happens in this audio world. Right now, I'm talking into a pair of 20-year-old Sony headphones. I'm talking, I'm talking, 
I'm talking to the uh, to the right the right ear form right now. It's I think in this this tone it actually counts kind of sounds good in a way. It's kind of it's a bit blown out. It's a bit muffled, but at the same time it's also kind of I'm sure it's got a signature tone to it. We're definitely not getting a lot of uh, a lot of sibilance that I think you would achieve normally with some type of a mic like this or any mic for that matter. So either way, right now TTW, aka Hands on the Motherfucking Branch, aka the Executive Buffet, is coming to you headphone styles right now. <laughs> Here we are, and now I'm a bit further back away. We're gonna see just how it sounds different ways. This is up super close. Okay, look, here's what I need you to do, Jonathan. I need you to run down to the liquor store. I need you to tell Tommy that you talked to me, okay? Tell him that you found the ball and socket joint on your grandpa's hip. You displaced it and you need extra jug of milk to pour on it to lubricate it. I know it don't seem right, but milk's the best lubricant for the ball and socket joint, okay? Milk's the best that was close up okay that was a test for close up here we go medium 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 far away not so bad with the echo effect super no echo super no echo standing currently roving currently troving currently creeping on those creeping beepers those beeping creep peepers What's the word? Who, who remembers the word, what it was? It was something like that, right? It was like roving beep reapers. I think it's creep sweeping beep reapers, or it's creeping peepers, or it's beep reapers, last ditch, sheep snapers, snipe, sniping bikers. And uh, it's a bunch of fucking sniping bikers. That would be a terribly sad, scary thing. Sniping bikers. Not not the not the act of shooting people on bikes with a sniper rifle, but bikers who are sniping you. Sniping. Terrible word. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, you're listening to Twisting the Wind here on the Feral Audio Network. An exceptional audio network. A lot of great podcasts to listen to. Listen to the other ones. I'm serious about that. You should listen to be mine. You should listen to be mine. You should be listen. You should do a be listen to my my Potter, which you are right now. You're already doing it. You're you're doing a be listen to my Potter. Thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. But also check out the other podcasts if you like podcasts, which you do because you're here right now. Check them out. Check out the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. A super close friend of mine, super deep buddy. We're going to be on tour together in August, all over the Southeast and. I don't know what what do you call Kentucky? Is it the mid the mid southeast? Is it the the mountains mountain state? It's not the Rockies. Whatever that whole area. Check it out uh, immediately. For immediate distribution is happening. I'm on tour with my friend and com- fellow comedian. Thank God he's also a comedian because why else would I be on tour with him? Unless he's like you know maybe my guru, my my number one guy. You're my, my number one guy, Josh Fadum, amazing comedian, maybe the best physical comedian of his generation. We are playing the following shows. We're playing Madison, Wisconsin, a comedy on state on the 22nd of June. We're going to be in Iowa City at the Mill on the 24th of June. We're going to be in Ohio at Olivers on the 25th of June. 
We're going to be in Kansas City at Record Bar on the 26th. Also probably doing the Doug Loves Movies, Alamo Draft House, something or other that same night later on in Kansas City on June 26th. We're also going to, the next night, we're going to be in Norman, Oklahoma, Collegiate Hot Spot at Opolis, a venue owned and operated by the illustrious and amazing band, the Starlight Mints. Then we will be taking a sort of a long trek over to Austin, Texas. We'll be at the Spider House, a great little venue, a great venue. I've been there before. It's awesome. It's just like the perfect size. It feels like if you had an aunt who, like this is the aunt your mom is wanting you to hang out with, but she's super into like fucking voodoo and witch shit and yeah, everything you want in an aunt. And she owned a venue, that would be the Spider House. I mean, it's called the fucking Spider House. Oh, no, not not to uh, say less about these other venues. I just know that one. I've been there, so I can say that. Uh, that's the 30th of June. Then, finishing off this goddamn grand tour, which is known as Summer Boys Do It. It's, it's all four words. Summer Boys Do It. Is Houston, Texas at Rudyard's on July 2nd. There it is. Expand your mind. Tell your friends. Blow it out. Ex- just spray paint it on the bottom of a car and then go through a car wash and get the car in an accident and have it get, get like hooked. Like a big fucking sky hook comes down and you're driving 70 on the interstate, but it's a really nice Mercedes. It's very strong so it can handle it. Sky hook catches the front bumper, flips the car. You're inside of it. It starts fucking spinning like. That happens. Car lands, I don't know, on, on, the, on the roof kind of, but it skids in a way uh, on a slope so it doesn't cause impacting death crush pressure on the roof. And the bottom of that car says the, all the dates and venues of this tour. Everyone sees it. They go to them. Then the car gets flipped over. And because of that accident, it's worth twice, twice what you paid for it. Everyone's happy. That's what we want you to do, okay? Don't purposely do it. Just sort of like set it up in your brain for that to happen, okay? Meditate on it. That's what I want. I don't want anyone to get fucking getting hurt trying to advertise our outstanding blast forth tour called Summer Boys. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Not in a sexual way. Listen, we're not, we're not talking about Summer Boys doing it in a sexual way. We're just talking about doing it in the sense of doing it when you do what you do, 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 what you Please rate and review the podcast if you're so inclined. If you get your druthers, subscribe first, rate and review second. Rating means you click the five star. <laughs> I assumed a five star there because I think that's what it is, you know? I mean, look who's come before you in terms of rating and reviewing. They're hitting that F-S-T-A-R button. They're doing it. They're hitting that five star because they feel that. If you want to do one star, it's fine. It's okay. I don't give a shit, you know? That's fine with me, but um, it's probably not going to be fine with you. It's probably more of a reflection of your inability to stop listening to something you don't like and be like, ooh, I don't like this. I'm going to fucking tell about it. There's nothing grosser than that, than people who tell about things they don't like. There's there's really something. I mean, I understand being, uh, this is a whole other thing. I get 
when it's like a thing that matters, like an, I don't even know what that would be, but something where you're like, look, this wasn't good and here's why and these people need help. These people who did this bad thing to me, who own a business, they clearly are having someone got molested, somebody is a drunk, someone's a drunk because they got molested. There's some sort of overwhelming negative force and they need to be called out so they get help. That's usually what's going on. Anytime someone's an extreme asshole, someone's this really fucking shit, shithouse, motherfucking dick town, fucking kill boy, you got to feel sorry for them because they're the ones who are hurting. And that's sort of, that's a bit of a, not a stereotype, it's a bit of a, like a, I don't know, I don't even know what to say, but it's something or other that's hackneyed, but it's true. If you're, if you're an overwhelming asshole to people you don't know for no reason, something's going on. There's a, there's a thing. There's a fucking catch. There's something, there's like a little hook. There's a little grain of sand. Something, there's, a, there's a crystal in that person's eye. Something's going on that's causing that type of disruption that manifests in the form of total fucking asshole. It's one thing to be a total fucking asshole in the face of Things that don't matter that much. But we've got a lot of assholes out there in the world who are also leading armies. And they're, they're uh, in charge of companies. They're in charge of... They've got a big swath of charge. And that's bad. That's really bad. That's what, that's what politics is about. That's what revolution is about. But on a personal basis, if someone's just a fucking asshole, it's just because they've... Just look at them and know, oh, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry that... You got touched or you got, God, it's so much of the time it's got touched, isn't it? Asshole begets, <laughs> asshole begate, asshole beguts. Uh, asshole come from asshole. That's the, that, that how we do, the how we do. All I'm saying, this is all, this all spawned from what me saying, don't, don't give me a bad review on iTunes. What a selfish, what a selfish uh, endeavor there. But it's the truth. If someone's really rally, rallying against something, Jesus Christ is probably really against themselves. I, I, I'm guilty. I'm just as guilty as anyone else. So that's why I say that. Those, uh, those are the <laughs> Never mind. All I'm saying is read some Shirley Jackson besides the lottery. Great writer, smart woman, interesting books. They've always lived in the castle. Great book. Check it out. Check it out. singing he's fucking singing like a cat this is like what a cat would sing like this is what cats sound like to cats the website email the is twistingthewind at gmail.com that's, e- that's the email address you fucking idiot Wait. feel free to email all sorts of things to that link thanks so much then why'd you call it a website, dummy? He just called it a fucking website. It's not a website, it's an email address. Twisting the wind at gmail.com. Okay, here's the deal. 
Long belated, never hated, it's the musical section of Twisting the Wind. In case you didn't know it already, in case you didn't, in case you jumped into this swimming pool not knowing the depth, this is... Could I produce more handling noise? Could I? No, it's the nature of this. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I don't know why. Is it? It's probably not. doesn't matter. Uh, in case you didn't know it, the depth of this swimming pool is solo. This is a sol- solo... T- <laughs> This is a solitary tub right now. Uh, it's, a solo, it's a solo pontification soliloquy episode of Twisting the Wind, uh, in which it's just me interviewing myself about what I do and what I want. But you know what that means. There's going to be some music talked about. So here's the, the often loved, never beloved, what did I say? Often hated, never berated musical section of Twisting the Wind. <laughs> It worked. Okay, so here's the deal. This is I'm really excited about talking about this shit right now. This is this is a real uh, you know, I'm not so much excited, just impassionate, and it's something where it's a really well. Well, here's here's the deal. This is a band called Javelin. It's a band. They're a now band. That means they're current. They're from Brooklyn, which means they're hip, and they are. Sometimes things just are that way. It's okay. A lot of people I know, a lot of music snobs who are good people and have great taste really hate on now music and really don't want anything that's liked by people who shop at Urban Outfitters or something like that. But that is, I think that's a lim- I think that limits you. I think that's sort of like, why take something off the table just because of that? And this is, this is a band, this is a very, this is a hip band. Their pitchfork recognizes them and likes them a lot, as they should. They're fucking great. They've done a lot of great albums, really cool ones, really interesting. But this one really got me. It got me like those old 80s A1 steak sauce commercials where it's like, it gets to here, it gets right here, it gets to here, it gets to here. This one fucking got... You know what? This one got me good. <laughs> Just like Odell. Okay, so what this is, this is their album they did on Waka Bop, which is um, a David Burns record label. Everything on the Waka Bop is pretty much good. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, everything I've ever purchased or acquired from them has been outstanding. Welcome, Bob. This came out in 2011. The album is called Canyon Candy. It came out as a 10-inch vinyl release, I think on Record Store Day, uh, which is great. That's a good thing, you know. Get it, get it out there. Get people into the music. Who cares how you do it? Who gives a shit how you fucking get it, as long as you don't kill anybody to get it? But... <laughs> so this album came out uh, in 2010, Canyon Candy it's called, and I was exposed to this in an interesting way. I went on a boat trip with some good old dear sweet honey friends of mine from back in the day, and we're on a we're on a houseboat. We're on a houseboat. This is my very first experience in life being on a houseboat. It's pretty interesting. It's definitely, it's a different sort of thing. It's not, a, it's not really a boat. It's not a house. It's this slow moving square that it just kind of floats on by. And when the motor's off and you're in a little cove that's isolated, it's incredible. We're in a lake called Lake Powell. And Lake Powell is the sort of upper end of the Colorado River before it hits 
the before it hits, before it, before it becomes the Grand Canyon, I believe. This is called Glen Canyon. And this area, if you don't know what I'm talking about, which I, you probably don't because I didn't know what I was talking about until I'm talking about now because I was there. This is like this Star Wars blasted out canyon, red, beautiful layers upon layers upon layers of millions of years of sedimentation rock style thing. It's the Grand Canyon if it had water in it. It really is. It's basically what it's, this is not a, this is a man-made lake created in, I believe the 60s, you know, by people who are, who create things because of our American expansion into the West and all the, all the things that happen. Love it or hate it, think it's bad or good. Doesn't matter. It's there right now, and we went out there and did it. And there's all these fights about water rights and about should the dam be there, should it not be there, downstream, upstream, the silts, fish. It's complicated. Ecosystems are complicated. So there's a very good chance that we, as being patrons to this 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 wilderness recreational area, are part of the problem. I believe it. Okay. It's hard to not be a part of the problem, to not be part of some problem. So there it is. I'm just throwing it out there. Hate me if that's if you're the person who's uh, the Glen Canyon advocate. Regardless, this is a beautiful place. It's outstanding. It's always this, supposedly the shoreline of Lake Powell rivals that of the Atlantic coast in terms of, because it's got all these like, fucking little nooks and crannies and everything everywhere. But it got me thinking about fractals and about just at what point, at what, <laughs> at what point do you measure? How, do you have a piece of thread you're measuring with? You measure with a yardstick? So to some extent, everything has a huge shoreline because it's immeasurable because at what point do you decide is the shoreline? This is a, this is a philosophical, mathematical argument, but it just, it got me thinking. So, cause it got me thinking cause I'm out in this space, this beautiful space, have time to meditate with like the, the sun on my back and like, the wind blasting around. It's just, it's a really beautiful, languid area of the country. Outstanding. So. We're, there's a lot of, uh, light drinking happening on this boat. A lot of Bud Light, light drinking and, no, sorry, Miller Light. Oh my God, forgive me. Forgive me, Daddy. Not Daddy, but just Daddy. Daddy of the universe. And we're hanging out. It's fun. Old friends, good times. And, uh, my friend M-Dog puts on some music and I go up to the upper deck. This is the, this is that beautiful time of the day, which is often described as the golden hour, the time before the sun sets completely, but when it's still light out, when everything, when colors pop, everything's great. Just that, it's that great time of evening. It really is my favorite time of day always and ever has been. I think currently on this very exact moment right now, I'm missing it. That's okay. It happens every day, but it happens for a short period of time. And that's what makes it so special. So while I'm in this period of time, I'm thinking I'm laying on like a, a sweatshirt or like a pad or something. I'm just, I'm, I'm in a good spot. It feels good. And someone else is playing music, which is always nice. And this music is playing. And what this music is, is this Javelin Canyon Candy. And I, there's, there's things, uh, I don't know how to describe this other than, other than saying that when you listen to music, if you listen to music a lot, and you probably do, and you like music, you don't always hear it the same way. And every once in a while, you'll have a genuinely exceptional music listening experience. Maybe with a live band. It's usually with a live band because there's something about the live band that it's like it impresses it upon you, impresses the music. But this was listening to it on like a little, little 
not that small, not that big of a Bluetooth speaker. It listens to obviously MP3s. So this isn't some high concept. It's, it's a technological convenience listen. But whatever it was, the situation, the time, everything about it made me hear this music in a way where I was like, this is one of the best music listening experiences I've had in a long time. And I don't know if that's because I've been, I have been thinking about other things or just been too busy or whatever to not allow myself to in this space. But either way, it happened. And this music fucking hit me so goddamn hard and I couldn't love it more. And I've been, I rushed, when I got home, I rushed to buy the record and everything about it. It's so fucking outstandingly great. It's just pretty on so many levels, everything they're doing. And the thing, this whole band is a band that's, their music they generate from samples almost exclusively. So everything you're hearing has been reappropriated. And there's people who like, rail against that. Hey, well, why don't you fucking get some instruments? Why don't you make some new music, you know? Okay, go back to the past. Just, I don't, I don't mean that in a sense where it's bad to do that. But don't don't fucking be critical of, of, the, of the new thing. Let it happen. Whatever happens, happens, and it's going to sound like what it sounds like. Change is real. It's always happening. And this, this to me, is an example of that type of uh, new, progressive, postmodern music that is making something that references the past in a, in a new way, in a new sense uh, that I'd never heard before. And it just fucking blew me away. I don't know how to describe it other than it just being like this, just so, so pleasing, so effortlessly pleasant to listen to. And the first track I'll play is one called Estevez.
can you just stand that? What a what a pleasant jaunt that is, huh? That's the other trick about this album is every one of these songs is just a little it's a little vignette. This is a 13 song record, and it fits on a 10 inch piece of vinyl. So these are all these are all pretty short and sweet and wonderful. Ah, that was Javelin with Estevez from the 2011 release. Canyon Candy. Okay, this next one we're gonna hear. This is the one that fucking got me good. <laughs> really did. I mean, I mean, this song fucking it melted me. I talk a lot about that on the music section of this podcast and in general. Just like the idea of a sound being this thing that sort of transcends anything you're thinking or any way to describe it, other than being, it kind of just blasts you away. It's it's presence is so heavy, and it's like. It's like bass, you know. We can, you can't describe bass. You can't be like, "What bass is this?" This is that, and it's just—I don't know. It fucking kills me, man. It just goddamn kills me. It's just the the sheer presence of this song is heavenly. <laughs> I'm sorry for being so emphatic. Whatever. I just really enjoy this music so much. This is a this is a track called Winchesters, like the rifles. Winchester's Javelin 2011. It's on the Walkabop. You can get it digitally. You can get it vinyly. If you buy it vinyly, you also get it digitally. What a bonus! Oh, yeah. I don't. That one gets me, man. I think it's those slow down vocals. So something about that. I've been a big fan of that for a long time, and I'm happy to hear it. 
other places. I'm happy to hear the embracing of taking the speed of something and changing it and making it different. Yeah, pretty outstanding there. Ooh, maybe the West is coming back. It really is. Mark my fucking words. Mark McGuire. <laughs> uh, Mark Myers, my words. Uh, the fucking West is it's going to come back. It's going to come back in a psychedelic explosion of blood from children's mouths. No, I didn't say that. I'm just kidding. This has been the musical section of Twisting the Wind. Thanks so much for listening. Please be sure to go and buy this record from this band. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Thank you for listening to Twisting the Wind. This is a short mini baby. Uh, there will be a golden daddy coming soon, I promise. When I didn't have a mic, we wrapped on headphones. That's a really fun thing that happened this episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for your donations to Twisting the Wind, which is an easy thing to do. You go to Feral Audio, you go to Twisting the Wind page, and you click on the thing that says donate, give money, okay? Or you can shop on Amazon! Shop on Amazon through our Amazon portal. Buy what you need to help us. We get a little kickback. It's great. It helps everybody, including yourself. Also, it's okay to whisper sometimes if you just want to whisper. Sometimes it makes people lean in. It's an th- effect in theater where they, you say something, when you, when you say something quietly, it makes people get closer to you to see. It makes people pay attention. Sometimes, The best way to get people's attention is not to yell, but to do the opposite. This takes a lot of confidence, and it takes the right setting. But when used correctly, it works much more effectively than yelling. Because people really lean in, and they want to hear what you have to say. Because they're just drawn. I one time saw a play in London called Shock-Headed Peter. I think it actually had a longer title than that, but either way, I saw it. And the MC of this was this very lanky, scary-looking, sort of cadaver Tom type with a with a stovepipe hat and real, real cheeks that were that were you know they were sunken like a skull boy, like a Phantom of the Opera skull boy, and he had a long cane. And he marched down onto the stage. And granted, we had smoked a little pot in an alley beforehand, but I think I was so nervous and it was so windy that I barely got high, so it didn't matter. This guy walks on the stage, he struts, chest out, scary-looking cadaver Tom, and he stands there, he stomps the cane once, and he just stands there for minutes regarding the audience, and nobody says a fucking word. They're silent, just watching this guy. And he just does it. He just holds everyone's gaze. And it's London, so people are respectful because they fucking know that the stage is starting. You don't fucking go, oh, hoot, hooty, hoot. You don't scream. You don't yell. You don't do that shit. You regard. 
very many moments this guy stood there and just regarded everyone like a fucking demon, demonic badass. Maybe not demonic, but just sort of like, sort of like, a, like an animal would. Like, how dare you? I've got all day. I've got all week. And what that made me realize is that in silence is extreme power. So maybe remember that going forward. We're all going to remember that going forward. Let's just think about that in our lives. I like to think about it sometimes. Just Sometimes just you let, you let it sizzle. You throw it out. You throw it out there and you let it sizzle. I laughed a bit. That doesn't mean what I'm saying is bullshit. I don't know why. Sometimes it's just fun to laugh at yourself because of the stupid shit you're saying. But thank you so much for listening to Twisting the Wind. Please come back soon. Come back soon. And I have all kinds of golden daddy, granddaddy experiments to listen to and to enjoy and to dive into. Some really good guests coming up. There's going to be some really hot, spicy phone calls. And if you can, come out and see me live, either in Los Angeles or in one of these fucking tours I got coming up. Okay, I'm going to let you out now and go to, to serve the Universal Electron Machine. This is a shitty-ass weirdo spaceman song I I made using an, a, a Univox analog drum machine and a Boss DD7 and a headphone microphone and another Boss piece of equipment. I love you. Be well. Do good work and write often, says Garrison Keeler, and I'm going to reappropriate it. Okay... hanging out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it.
here's the deal I need you to put everything you got into that fucking paper bag, Jim. This is in the correct direction currently. You're in the woods, but it's okay, because you know where you are. You've got all the camping gear. You've got a full moon, 
you got a lot of friends. Here it is. Twisting the Wind on the Fair Audio Network. Please keep listening. There's all kinds of great stuff ahead. Trust me, it's going to be just okay.
grants of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.